to you. Welcome. Bill Michaels Show on a Thursday. Welcome into the program. I'm Bill Michaels. Uh, you got Ben Kenny producing the program. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can. Uh, over on, uh, well, the easiest way is via the phone. Phone lines are open, 877-867-1670. You can find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny as well uh, over on Twitter. Find us on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, YouTube, uh, simply Bill Michaels Show on YouTube. And you can find us on Twitch TV, uh, on Instagram as well, and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, kind of go from there. So, Ben, Ben, how are you doing today? You're running the uh, the gauntlet today, aren't you? I'm good. It's a gauntlet kind of week for the kid. Uh, it's, you know, it's a slow day, but it's been a fun one. You've got, uh, you did the morning show, you've got this show, and then you're back tonight for uh, Kenny and Halpern, right? Indeed. Do I know what we're talking about yet? No, admittedly. <laughs> but Big Ten Media Day is coming up next week, no so we're previewing stuff. There's just, okay. there's stuff, as you say, there's a lot of stuff. So we're going to talk stuff. about it. There's things that are going on, which is good. A lot of stuff. Um, so that being said, uh, I don't know if you uh, you saw this, but the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, the results are in. And pretty much what we thought, the Midsummer Classic remains the most watched All-Star Game in all major professional sports, even though it drew a record low in viewership for the fifth time since 2015. Tuesday night's game from L.A., uh, which the American League won 3-2, to two, averaged... Seven and a half million viewers. That's a decline of 9.7%. Seven and a half million viewers. Now, it's still better than the Pro Bowl and still better than the NBA and uh, far better than the NHL. The NHL draws about one in, uh, 1.1 million. Uh, the Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl, which to me is... The worst of all pro uh, of all All Star games, so to speak, uh, drew six point six nine million, almost six point seven, and the NBA uh, is six point two, six point two. But uh, it a down nine point seven percent. You still had at one point in time eight point two four million people watching. So baseball, the All Star game for Major League Baseball is still the purest, even though it is getting a little more hokey. But still, the Midsummer Classic, in the midst of summer, in the throes of summer, still, even though baseball ratings have declined, still outdraws the NFL and the NBA. And the NFL, which I've said is the worst, still outdraws the NBA uh, All-Star Game. So for as much as the NBA has been on the rise, uh, their all-star game festivities and such just do not compare. Then again, it's usually on a weekend. Is it when is when is the NBA All-Star game? Isn't it on a weekend, Ben? Yeah, I think so. I, I couldn't I, tell I you the it, last time I've watched the game. I think it's on a weekend. I I like like on a Sunday or something like that. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's a Sunday. So. Maybe it's the Sunday viewership versus the people that are captive audience-wise on a Tuesday night. I don't know, but um, the NBA still, I mean, the NFL still does their Pro Bowl on a weekend, too, usually a standalone. But uh, anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. It's the uh, the results we're in, and pretty much uh, a lot of people are starting to feel the same way. 
I do, and that is the fact that uh, the baseball is, it's not that it's boring, it's just that it wasn't, plus I, I, I think part of it was L.A., while L.A. has glitz and glam, it was daytime. It wasn't, it didn't have a weird feeling as opposed to, say, playing it at, say, Yankee Stadium where night was about to fall or Miller Park where night was about to fall at 7.05. Wasn't it a weird feeling seeing guys trot out there in the bright sunshine? Yeah, and the, the stands game? weren't really full because it was yeah. 4 o'clock their time or 5 o'clock on a Tuesday. Right. I'm with you. Yeah, it was just a weird feeling to that whole thing. So anyway, um, but uh, the results down a little bit, but uh, they're still uh, they still reign supreme. So it is what it is. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. You want to chime in on that? You can uh, by all means. Um, Ronald says the new baseball followers don't treat this game uh, like the old timers did, which is true. Uh, Rick says the QB challenge is the only part of the Pro Bowl weekend worth watching. Uh, Nancy saying hey from Pennsylvania, tuning in this morning. Uh, so, uh, hi to all of you watching over on the Bud Light live stream. We certainly appreciate it. Saying hi to Mike over on Twitter, who says, uh, the all-star game was boring, but I agree. Still the best. Uh, this is from Chad. Chad says, uh, not a big fan of major league baseball, but at least the all-star game was somewhat entertaining. I was hoping for a tie. So we would see the home run derby in extras. See Chad, I, 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 I'm, I, I don't like that either. I, and I guess that's why you bring it up because you've listened to the show, but I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Ricky, uh, Ricky says, uh, well, baseball is preventing people from following their own teams. And yeah, that I agree with. We've been down that road. Uh, some of the things that baseball does is just there. It's just stupid. You're, you're cutting out your own fan base. And it's, do you really think, Ben, let me ask you this. Do you really think somebody in lacrosse who wants to see Brewers baseball, who can't is saying, you know what, boy, it, I can't see him, so therefore I'm going to go to the game. No. 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 What they're saying is, screw you. And they're turning elsewhere. And that, that's what baseball doesn't understand. We live in a fast food world, man. We want it here. We want it now. We want it fresh. We want it hot. We want it perfect. And if not, we're going to complain about it. We're not coming back. And baseball doesn't get that. What, what their rules are are antiquated, old, and stupid. It's just dumb. And baseball just doesn't get it. So, anyway, uh, there you have it. So, we've got uh, the Brewers getting ready for the unofficial second-half start of their season coming up tomorrow night. Um, but, by the way, you do have baseball tonight. You do have some baseball going. Actually, you got day baseball today, as a matter of fact. Day baseball. You've got uh, the Yankees and the Astros. They're going to be uh, teeing it up today just after noon central time. Same thing with the Rangers and the Marlins. Tigers and the A's today. Uh, then you got uh, another one in this doubleheader with the Yankees and the Astros. Tigers and A's. Giants and Dodgers get it underway later on tonight, 9 o'clock central time. And, of course, that is on the four-letter network. So there you go. A couple of doubleheaders and then the Giants and the Dodgers. And then it all gets going tomorrow with a full slate of action. Uh, you've got to the Brewers hosting the Rockies. Corbin Burns going to the hill tomorrow. Uh, that is a 7-10 start at American Family Field. you got the Cardinals in Cincinnati taking on the Reds. The Cubs on the road taking on the mighty Phillies. And the Pirates are at home hosting the Marlins. So that's the way the uh, NL Central shakes out beginning tomorrow. There you have it. Um, can the Brewers win in the postseason? I only bring this up. 
I only bring this up. Got up this morning, went over to the gym, and uh, did a little bit. And uh, the discussion there was, uh, I, I shouldn't even say discussion. It was almost like two guys, three guys arguing. They're standing around a weight bench, a rack system. And they're arguing about whether or not the Brewers are going to win a game or a series in the postseason. And the argument is they can't hit. They're all or nothing. The pitching's starting to falter. They're not going to win. And then it's they start listing the teams they could beat and listing the teams they can't beat, and which I found rather interesting. So if it, say, is a, um, say a wild card and you got to play Atlanta, not happening. Most people felt, the, the three or four people that were there in the argument saying, not going to happen, not going to beat Atlanta, not going to beat New York, not going to beat L.A., probably not going to beat San Francisco if San Francisco finds a way to get into it. San Diego, going to beat St. Louis, maybe. If you have to face St. Louis, is these two teams right now tied, 50 wins apiece? But the Brewers may find themselves on the outside looking in when it comes to even being a wild card if they can't win the division. The way the Braves are playing, the Padres are playing, the Giants are playing. They could find themselves on the outside looking in. Even the Phillies are only a game back from where the Brewers and the Cardinals are right now with 49 wins on the season. So you could possibly get three teams out of the National League East in should it work out that way. So could the Brewers beat any of them in a series? When you look at teams over 500, they have beaten up on teams in their own division, and that's what's that's what's given them the nine game, uh, nine games above five hundred win loss record. Otherwise, they're on the downside. The only area they've been relatively successful, other than their own division, has been interleague play. They got a they got a positive win total in interleague play. But beyond that, uh, playing the East, playing the West, no, no, nada. So will they win in the postseason? The argument was no. Now, there's the optimist. One of the guys there was the optimist saying, come on, you know, you're not giving it a fair shake. They only play so many games out of their division. And that's true. That's true. You can only play the schedule that's in front of you. Completely agree with that. But when you have a losing record against teams that are better than you, uh, you have to look at that in the reality and say, look, you're beating up on bad teams, and that's what you're supposed to do. But you're, a, you're, an above, you're above mediocrity but below superiority. And the teams that are playing in superior divisions and those teams that are superior in those divisions, you're not beating. You're not beating on a consistent basis. You can't get over the hump against them. So will they win in the postseason? You know? It uh, doesn't uh, doesn't bode well, statistically, analytically, uh, as far as the Brewers go, and hope. you always Hope springs eternal. You always have hope. But in the back of your mind, you got to be going, oh, the reality is, probably not. Probably not. Uh, Ronald says, is this based on Milwaukee not making any changes? I agree, but I think uh, Stearns is going to do something before the trade deadline and surprise us. I, don't, I, I think he's th- th- absolutely, Ronald. They're going to do something. 100% agree. They're going to do something. Don't know what, but they're going to do something. 100%. Now, is it going to be enough? That's the question. Is it going to be a move that is going to put you over the top? Is it going to be a move where you're going to try to take two or three guys, where you're going to try to find those diamonds in the rough, where they're scuffling somewhere else, and you're going to say, well, greener pastures at American Family Field and in this division will give you better opportunities to be successful rather than where you're playing now? 
Because if you're scuffling there, you're just taking a chance. Or are you diving headfirst into the pond and going, you know what? Big bat. Got to get a big bat. Got to maybe get another bullpen arm. Got to get big bat, big arm. How much are you willing to give up? And are you taking on a three-month project or are you taking on a year-and-a-half project? How much are you going to be willing to give up? A lot out there. A lot to kind of nosh on, if you will. And the Cardinals are going to be buyers as well because the Cardinals feel they're right there. So, I mean, when you start to look at just the standings, you know, like uh, the Mets are going to be looking to add. The Braves are going to be looking to add. Are, are the Phillies buyers or sellers, Ben? I think they have to be buyers with where they're at. I think at. so, too. I think you have to be buyers. I think my Washington, they pretty much know where their place is. Uh, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Cincinnati, they know what their place is. Probably Colorado and uh, and the Diamondbacks. You could even maybe, maybe even say San Francisco, although San Francisco is only a couple of games out of the wild card. So they have to make a decision as to what they're going to do. But L.A., San Diego, they're in. St. Louis, Milwaukee, they're in. New York, Atlanta, Philadelphia, they're in. So you only have so many teams in the National League that are going to be sellers. Whereas you say, go look at Texas, the Angels, uh, the A's, the Royals, the Tigers. You could probably even maybe go, although the White Sox are only three games back, but they're, they're sitting at 500 right now. They would have to have a spectacular second half of the season for them to be considered actually uh, astute at doing something. You still have Cleveland, who's a couple of games over 500 and only two games back behind the Twins. The Yankees are running away with it. Think about this. Tampa Bay Rays, 51-41, and 41, 10 games over 500. 51 and 41. They'd be the leader right now in the National League Central. They would be the leader in the American League Central. They'd be eight games back in the West. And they are 13 games back right now. 13 games back in the American League East behind the Yankees because the Yankees are just running away with it. Now, they still have a legitimate shot at a wild card. So does Toronto. But Boston, probably a seller. Even though they're three games over 500, they're probably a seller. Baltimore, they're on, they're 500, and they're probably a seller. But that whole American League East, you put them in the National League, they're all contenders, every one of them. So I don't know how much you're going to get out of those teams if they don't decide to start selling. So you're only going to have so many partners to dance with, is my point. 877-867-1670, will the Milwaukee Brewers, even if they make – okay, Here's the other question. How many deals do they need to make to satisfy you to say this team is going to win in the postseason? Is it one deal for a bat? Is it two bats? Is it two bats and an arm? What are the Brewers? And I'm not talking about position and who you're replacing. Okay, we don't need to get that deep just at, at this particular moment in time. Just tell me what they need. What, what do they need? They need one bat, two bats? You need an arm, two arms? Tell me what they need. And then we'll kind of go from there. And then we'll kind of determine the reality as far as the wins and losses coming in the postseason. Okay? You with me on this? Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Great 
time last night. I mean, a lot of fun. Out at the uh, the Wisconsin State Fair Park in the Budweiser Pavilion last night, they had the Cream Puff 5K last night, and it was packed. And had the Love Monkeys on the stage last evening. It's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, who also will be bringing you again this year. The Bill Michaels Huddle will be out and about. Looking forward to it. Cannot wait. You can hear it on many of these same stations. The Huddle is a coming. Uh, and, and again, it's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. But uh, last night, the, last night for Wednesday Night Live was the last night before we get into State Fair. They've got one Wednesday Night Live left. So you have State Fair, the two-week run, basically. And then you get a week off after that. And then the last one of the year is the Toys Reunited coming up. I think it's the second to last Wednesday of August. And that'll be the last one for the season. Makes me sad to even think about. But, uh, but yeah, last night was a lot of fun. Had a good time uh, out at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. So there you have it. Um, so the question, basically, that we've been asking uh, or we asked going into the break after we started the discussion regarding the Milwaukee Brewers and winning in the postseason, is simply, how what do they need? If you're sitting there today and you're saying, okay, uh, regardless of position, the the Milwaukee Brewers need what for them to be a legitimate contender going into the postseason? A legitimate contender going into the postseason. Over on the Bud Light live stream where you can find us, whether it's on Twitter uh, well, excuse me, well, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube as well. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michael Show and subscribe. You can watch the show there. So over on the Bud Light live stream, over on the Bud Light live stream, we've got Ronald who says a three and four starter. I think you have the arms in the minors to fill the need in the bullpen. At least a couple of bats they need. Yelich back issues uh, scare the hell out of me. And Wong is iffy. So you're talking about a three and a four starter. And two more bats. So you're talking four players, you believe. Uh, David says one bat at least, maybe a bullpen arm. So a bat and an arm. Brandon says nothing less than three bats. Brian says two bats. Tyler says at least three to four bats. Brian says no, unless they go all in this year and the next few years while they're having this great starting pitching, once they start losing, it's going to be rebuild time. Tyler says, I don't understand why Atanasio just always is so greedy about his money and not caring about the team's money to spend on players. Uh, complicated fella says, Cardinals are probably going to make a big move at the trade deadline. Brewers may struggle to win the division. If this is Stern's last year, would you think that they would be all in? Um... Tyler says uh, the Brewers owner needs to let Stearns spend big-time money on players to win. So basically what you're saying is it's got to be a big deal. It's got to be two to three bats. Got to be maybe a pitching arm. That's what it's going to take to get this team to, into the postseason. So in other words, okay, now I'm going to take this and, and boil this down in the Cliff Notes version. So in other words, the way the team sits right now, you really don't have a lot of hope. Is that fair to say, Ben? That, it, it, you know, just by the, the, the comments that are coming in, is it fair to say that just a small, small sample size of Brewer's Pulse, people don't have a lot of good karma, a lot of good feeling uh, about this team going towards the postseason? Oh, that was my first thought. If you're saying this team needs three or four bats, that really just means that they won't compete no matter what. Because getting three right. impact bats is nearly impossible. 
unless you want to trade every single piece you will ever have or even a, a relief arm, a starting arm and two bats. Like then we're just saying the team isn't good. Right. I would agree. So there isn't a lot of hope. Now, again, I could be wrong, but there isn't a lot of hope. How about that? 877-867-1670. Saying hi to our buddy Jake, who's listening to us right now on 1590 out in Platteville, WPVL. ESPN Radio. Good stuff. Thank you so much for taking a listen. He says, uh, you are 100% correct. When the Brewers went to this goofy system where you can't get ballys and the streaming has been shut down, I also shut down. I am no longer a Brewers fan. Thank you very much for the email. I said the the rules for the the rules for uh, for all of this is that it's baseball so antiquated, so so antiquated. I get it. Um. Greg said it's about getting hot at the right time. Just getting into the postseason is not enough right now. Uh, they need to get to the World Series for it to be a good year. That's our buddy ESPN Steve. Um, uh-oh, no parrot head left behind. Our buddy Bruce. Howdy, Bill. It's a Buffett weekend. Also the pre-party Friday night, uh, just six miles west of Alpine Valley at the uh, Pit Stop Bar and Grill, Nashville singer, Songwriters, Mike Nash, uh, Kirsty Krause, going to be playing for uh, all. Rain or shine, plenty of room. Uh, margarita specials, giveaways. Starts around 6.30 or 7, goes until midnight. Bruce, you the man. We're going to be loading up. By the way, speaking of this weekend, today is the day. We go down and pick up the brand new, brand new smell of the Big Unit Cruiser. They got us another Nexus, a great big four Nexus that we're going to be driving around in again this year. We'll have pictures of it later on tonight, but it should be a lot of fun. Um, Mark says, uh, no way the Brewers are going to be contenders in the postseason. Let's just be honest. This season is going to be a wash. They will get there, whether it be as a division winner or a wild card, but they will not go anywhere. So let's dash our hopes now and start moving on to Packers football. Um. Howard says, the Brewers have done exactly what they're supposed to do. Give us a little bit of hope, get us to the end of July so we can then concentrate on the green and gold and screw the Brewers who are never going to spend enough money to actually win a World Series. The pessimism is rolling in. Big time. I Look, I, I go back to, um, to, to Greg over on the Bud Light live stream who said it's about getting hot at the right time. I think they're going to make a move for a bat. They may make two moves, whether that's a bat and an arm or a bat and a bat. I don't know, but I think they may make two moves. I don't think they make more than that. Okay, um, and you're you're one hundred percent correct. All you're looking for is a little bit of a spark, and the team to come back, batteries recharged, rejuvenated, and put it all back on track. That's what you're looking for, and then get to the postseason and get hot. Do they have the horses to just kind of maul their way through the postseason? No. They got to get hot. It, it, that's, it's as simple. They got to get hot. They got to get hot. They got to feel it. They got to be in the zone, whatever you want to call it. And it, has, it can't be one guy. It's got to be four or five guys that all just begin to contribute all at the same time. And pitching obviously has to be stable. But that's what has to happen because – for them to, they're not maulers. 
You don't have maulers on this team. We're just all of a sudden they're just going to start crushing baseballs all over the place. It, they don't have that. And they don't have guys that consistently get on base. They don't have that. So what you have to hope for is you just run into a good streak of pitching that's that's really pleasurable to you, and you eye it up, square it up, and you start hitting the hell out of the baseball. That's it. Getting hot. Uh, Brett says the Brewers are actually closer to blowing it up due to the lack of stars in the field. The pitching's going to be here as long as the uh, pitchers are cheap. Yelich and Kane hurt them and cost them long-term. Well, Kane comes off the books this year, though. You can afford to go out and make some kind of a deal because Kane's coming off the off the books. And Yelich, while he does hurt you, I agree, um, he has had a better mid-June through into July, June and July, than the start of the season. And... It's His approach has changed a little bit, just getting on base, batting leadoff, and all that kind of stuff. What has hurt you, maybe more than anything, has been the lack of run support and been the lack of uh, get-on, if you will, out of a guy like Colton Wong, who's just been so bad. Colton Wong, not only has he taken his offensive woes uh, and exacerbated them, but he's also taken his offensive woes to the field with him, where he has committed more than a few errors on the season and not played gold glove style of baseball. But hitting 227 with only a 313 on base percentage, that ain't getting it done. His OPS is under seven. That ain't getting it done. Luis Urias, 223 with a 699 OPS, not getting it done. You need a healthy Hunter Renfro to come back and start to contribute and deliver consistently. You're, you're crossing your fingers that he stays healthy. You know, Rowdy Telez. He is what he is. He's a mauler. He's a pounder. Willie Adamas, you'd like to see that average come up as well, but his OPS is 771. Can you imagine if he hit for average? Can you imagine if he boost, if he was able to boost his average, say, by, by 30 points, just to get to 250, which would mean he would have to hit probably 270 the rest of the season, which would be huge, just to get his seasonal average to 250. His OPS would go up above eight. You need some guys to begin not just to have the power, but begin to actually contribute by getting on base. You'd like to see the on-base percentage begin to rise. And as much as we love home runs and chicks dig the long ball and all that kind of stuff, and I agree with that, but what you need is you need not station to station, but you need balls in play. You need them pounding off the walls. You need balls down the line. You know, you need to find a gap. That's what this team needs right now. Some big innings in that sense. And consistency. Um, we're going to step away, take a quick break. A lot of you chiming in over on the Bud Light live stream. Keep it coming. I love it. I love watching all the comments, and I love you guys going back and forth. So I appreciate that. Love you over on uh, Twitter as well. Coming up after the top of the hour, we're going to talk with Rob Reichel. Going to be talking to some Packers with him. So stay tuned for that because we've got training camp just six days away. Stick around. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Saying hi to our gang, Lyle, and everybody out of JL Tire Service. It's just north of 94 out in Johnson Creek. And if you're looking for quality service, quality repairs, whether you are driving around in a minivan, if you're driving around in a luxury automobile, or even a big rig, over the road, tractor trailer. 
They handle it all. Check out JL Tire Service. Great place, great people, honest, which is the best part. And they do incredibly quality work and uh, they warranty it as well. So stop out and see uh, Lyle and the gang. JL Tire Service right there uh, north of 94, the Johnson Creek exit. Stop in, tell them we said hi. Uh, they also have a location in Watertown as well. So everybody wants to know if this is David Stern's last year. If if Milwaukee does not advance to the World Series, okay, if they do not go to the World Series, David Stearns remains under contract to the Brewers through the 2023 season. If the Brewers going to the World Series for the first time since 1982 could also mean losing the architect of the team because if they go to the World Series... If they go to the World Series, then David Stearns has an out. Does that make sense? So there's, they, they got that vesting option for 2023 on his contract. Stearns was already known to be uh, signed through 2022 at least. And the presence of the clause ec- uh, extending that date through the 2023 season only further reduces the likelihood that he'd be realistic candidate in Queens because everybody just figures that uh, he would be heading to the Mets. The Mets in particular are known to covet Stearns. Their courtship of Stearns goes back years now. We all know that. But if they do not go to the World Series, Stearns is on board for another season contractually. If they do go to the World Series, Stearns becomes a free agent. So just an FYI, keep it in the back of your mind. There is reasons for David Stern. So here's the conundrum. Now think about this. Ben, does this kind of kind of play both ends of the to the middle? If you're Mark Antanasio and you don't want to lose David Stearns, and Stearns comes to you and says, Hey, I got these two great deals. I can make these deals. These are going to put us over the top. Maybe we can get ourselves to a World Series. If you're Antanasio and you want to keep Stearns for at least another year and try to work out another deal, do you make that deal? Being scared that if you get there, he could leave. And if you get there, if you get to the World Series, he's a free agent. It's a uh, double-edged sword. I mean, but also with that, all of the heat that is heaped upon the team for never making it that far would then right. go away forever. Right. It says even if, if even if the Brewers don't make a World Series appearance and trigger Stearns early out, quite possible a fresh round of Mets Stearns rumors will then kick up again. Uh, all throughout the winter. Now, uh, obviously, the way to squash all of this would be for Mark Antanasio to go to David Stearns and say, you know what, don't want to let you go. Don't want to let you go. Let's do this and put a new deal in place. I don't know what the intention is of David Stearns, though. Again, going back to making a deal, you have to have one hand shaking the other. If only one hand is extended and the other one is going, I don't know if I want to do this, there's nothing you can do about it, right? So you got it. I mean, David David Stearns has to want to stay in Milwaukee for that deal to take place. Really interesting stuff. I like it. A lot of swirling going on right now. Thought process. But many of you are right that with this being possibly, if Stearns gets to a World Series, this could be possibly his last year. So he has every reason to, to push all the buttons and go for it. You know, Ronald says, yes, you make the deal. You have to back. You have to have a backup plan for when he does leave. Matt Arnold would probably be the guy Uh, in the back of your mind. uh, You got to be otherwise you're not truly thinking ahead. You always have to be thinking ahead. And as a businessman, you are, you know, 
you know whether or not Matt Arnold's the guy. Matt Arnold's your, gen, your general manager. Okay, you know what the scouting system already employs. You you know all of that. Um, there is a transitional period, obviously, for people that that move around via their uh, you know their their position takes a little bit to settle in unless you just give the title to Matt Matt Arnold which I don't know if you would automatically do or not, but I know they have faith in him. But him working under David Stearns, does David Stearns try to take him with him and give him, say, a presidency or vice presidency or something? And then Mark Antanasio would have to counter and keep him here. And anyway, it it gets into a long, drawn-out discussion. But you're right. But I think right now your focus is just strictly the season. But there is a backstory to this. And you have to keep. You do have to keep that in the back of your mind. I agree. Uh, Brantley says, "I want everybody who has given up on the Brewers to eat crow when they turn this ship around. The crew isn't as far off as people think. Get a bat or two and maybe a bullpen arm, and then get healthy and stay healthy, and we will be just fine." Brantley, I, I, how are they closer to being a team on the outside looking in, or are they closer to being a competitor to win a World Series? Maybe we make that a poll question. Um, Tyler says, no clutch hitting whatsoever. Uh, James says that they might trade Hater to get something for him now so he doesn't walk and get nothing for him later. I, I don't see that happening. You're not going to if If you do that and you basically weaken the back end of your bullpen, which is staunch, I you're kind of, unless you get a big name bat in return, you're conceding. You, you're all, you're already thinking about next year and the year after rather than thinking about the here and the now, and I don't think you can do that. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. Let's do this. Uh, I'm going to put a poll question up, and uh, we will talk more about these teams coming out of the All Star break. Got to get into all of that. Uh, the teams that are the most likely to find themselves deep into the postseason. And uh, you've got a Tier 3 team, a playoff, quote, contender. I'll tell you who they're talking about when we come back. Stay tuned. you got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Some baseball, getting you ready for tomorrow's series down at American Family Field. Head down to Robert's Specialty Meats. Yesterday was National Hot Dog Day. I didn't realize that till later on in the program. We went down to a Wednesday Night Live last night and and did some hot dogs and chicken tenders and stuff. But tonight, some grilling. Got some steaks. Got some Al Capone sausage. You can get it all down at Walk, uh, Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha. Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. There you go. You can find it down there 
And uh, Paul Roberts, man, they got a huge selection. He's such a good guy. He's been your local hometown butcher for so long, has such a great reputation. Tell, uh, tell Paul Roberts we said hi. Paul's a good dude, man. Good, good guy. Got family out there in the western portion of the state, the Prairie du Chien area. They got a farm out there. So very much Wisconsinite through and through. So go say hi. So I posted it. And uh, the votes are starting to pour in. If you follow me over on Twitter, uh, you can, uh, you can uh, at Bill underscore Michaels. It's what are the Brewers closer to being? World Series contender or out of the playoffs? What are the Brewers closer to being? 68.4% of you say out of the playoffs. 38 votes in, which is a small sample size. In a brief period of time, but if you follow me on uh, follow me on Twitter, you can see it over there. You can cast your vote. What are the Brewers closer to being right now? Um, Josh says, "Who on God's green earth thinks the Brewers are closer to a World Series contender? Maybe if this was two thousand and eighteen." Brian says, don't have Twitter, but I believe they're going to be out of the playoffs. There you go. Just uh, taking a pulse. That's it. Taking a pulse. Just getting your opinion. That's what this is all about. Ben, are they closer to the playoffs or being uh, closer to the World Series or out of the playoffs? Your thoughts. If we go by the like a if strict definition of all of this, they are objectively closer to being out of the playoffs. They are tied, I guess. They're a half game up on the Cardinals. They would be a half mm-hmm. game up on the final wild card spot. So in theory, by definition, they are a game out of playoff contention. I think mm-hmm. if we have this conversation after a move or two is made and we talk about what they could look like with health, I could hear an argument for them being closer to an NL pennant contender though i don't know i i think no matter which way you look at it with this team today they're closer to being out of the playoffs um now when they make a move we'll ask the question again but as of right now are they closer to being out of the playoffs or are they closer to a world series appearance Think about that. Hey, here's a note. If you're a wrestling fan, um, coming up on uh, Saturday, August 20th, they just announced the uh, the new Lake Country Dockhounds baseball team right there by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. You know who's coming to throw out the first pitch? If I say to you, woo, does that make a difference? Do you know who that is, Ben? Oh, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to answer. Yeah, it's Rick. Flair. No, you got Rick Flair. Rick Flair is coming to the dockhounds. How I'm about not that. I'm not that uncultured. Uh, <laughs> do you have to be cultured to know who Rick Flair is? I don't think so. I don't think Rick Flair is really cultured. To be quite honest with you, I haven't seen so. much of his wrestling. I think it was before my time, but he did. Yeah. He was the honorary induction guy at Wing Bowl 25, which people from Philly know is a wing eating competition mm-hmm. at five in the morning. There so you that's, go. What, that's what I know him from. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, speaking of Philly, did you see they have a new proposed site for the uh, 76? Now, the 76ers arena is not that old. No, not like at 20 all. 20-something years, right? Less. 
Yeah, it's not that old. Now they want a new arena? Yeah, I guess there's talks. Well, their current contract ends eight years from now, so it would be by 2032, and they want to go to downtown right in the middle of the city. I think it'd be cool, I guess. I don't know. That's such a poverty franchise. I can't even like them anymore. Yeah, and then uh, I was thinking of you yesterday when the big announcement came down that James Harden re-signed with them. (laughs) $60 Great. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. The only thing trending up in that situation is strip clubs in Philadelphia. (laughs) The only people that were applauding that move was the uh, the strip club owners? Cheerleaders. The girls? Okay. (laughs) Not that I would know. Uh, By the way, uh, David says, went to the Dockhounds game last night. Grandson's first ball game ever. Great time. Great family event. There you go. Uh, Chuck says the the Brewers are closer to being out of the playoffs. They will not win the wild cards, so they have to win the division. It only takes one team to uh, knock them out of the uh, playoffs where they uh, would have to beat us at least a couple of of teams to get uh, to the World Series. There you go. People saying out of the playoffs don't know baseball. They will most likely win the division, but if not, they will get a wild card spot. That's from Sean hitting us up over on Twitter. Uh, Josh says, at least someone sees it. I've noticed since 2018 the increased complacency from not only some of the players, but the coaching staff and the front office as well. The coaching staff and the players refuse to adjust on the field, and the front office seems to do less to improve. Elite Cheese hits me up. Elite Cheese 6 over on Twitter says, I think they're right between those two. And we'll see if they have what it takes in the month of September. You wait uh, till it cools a bit and begins to coagulate. To coagulate, yes. A true axe 13, a true axe 13 says, it hurts me to my core to say this. But how hot is the hot seat for Craig Council? Seems to have no sense of urgency or emotion anymore, which may just lead to another early playoff exit. If we make it at all, last few seasons seems like everyone is just going out there, checking the boxes as they go along. Again, the poll question, which just uh, we got underway just a little about 10 minutes ago, 100 votes now cast. 75% of you say the Brewers are closer to being out of the playoffs rather than World Series contenders. Interesting stuff. Rob Reichel's coming up next. We're going to talk a little Packers football. Let's let's change the course for just a little bit. You can still hit us up over on Twitter and chime in on the poll question. Cast your vote. What are the Brewers closer to being? But we do got to get a little Packers chatter coming up next. Rob Reichel going to be joining us. Hang in there. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. Top tier alternative fuels. No fee ATMs. Love me some Quick Trip. And you better believe I'm going to Quick Trip today. When we pick up the new big unit cruiser, because there's about 130 gallons of gas that has to go in that thing, and it's all going to be from Quick Trip. I'm going to rack up some quick rewards points using that. You better believe it. Hell yes. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.